0: Subject matter,
1: including maladjusted youth, masochistic hillbillys, and the excitement of the
2: price is right. It
3: may be deemed inappropriate for our younger viewers.
2: Viewer discretion advised.
1: I would like, if I may, to take you. On a
4: strange journey. <laughs> I'm giving
3: you a choice. I can put on these glasses b- 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 or start eating that trash.
1: can. You maniacs! What is a
5: man? When we are successful, we will be. We
4: had a real chat with this dude. You have already had all these thoughts.
3: Okay, so I'm in a thought loop. I'll think of something else. You've already tried that, and there
2: was
0: nothing else. You gotta ride it out. Oh. Oh.
3: Okay, but I've already thought of that. Yeah, I do, because you're in a thought loop.
4: Oh, okay, well then I'll just think of something else. No, you gotta
1: write it out. Remember?
3: Oh, I remember, because I've already had all these thoughts. Oh, so that must mean I'm in a thought loop. I'll think of something else.
1: Oh man,
0: you've already tried. There was nothing else.
3: Remember? You gotta write it out. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, I've already had that thought.
4: I must be in a thought loop. A thought loop. I'll just think of something else.
3: No, dude, you gotta write it out, remember? Cause you're in a
1: thought loop. Oh, of course I'm in a thought loop. I'll just think of something else and uh,
6: I'll push past it. No, I'll remember there was nothing else.
4: But yeah, I do remember, cause I'm in a thought loop. I've already had all these thoughts. I'll just think of something else.
6: Oh no, not again. It's episode 86 of Behind the Schemes for February 28th, 2022, and I am Booberry Black Knight of the Mothman.
7: And all the way from what the heck over here on the bereft coast where things get stranger and stranger and stranger and stranger and stranger stranger by the day. My name is Lavish, and I just want to thank you very much, Booberry, for not having that loop go on for like three hours. (laughs)
6: That would be one hell of an
7: intro. (laughs) Yes. And I would have probably (laughs) lost my mind at some point. Um, (laughs) So thank you. Thank you for letting me keep that thin fabric intact for one day longer.
6: Well, look on the bright side. If you lose your mind, at least you can think of something new.
7: I've already thought of that. Anyway, we're moving on. Uh, Somehow. Uh, it is currently February 28th, 2022, and this is episode 86 of Behind the Schemes. Thank you for joining us. It's
6: the last episode of February.
7: Yes, indeed, and it's the last day of February, it being the 28th of February and not a leap year. Mm. Hmm. Another two years until we get that leap year in there, which I believe was established by Pope Gregory. Yes, the G- Gregorian calendar. Yes. Old Greg. Nice one, Greg. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Um,
6: yeah. Didn't we do a, a, a brief conversation about calendars at one point?
7: We did. We have yeah. brought up... Uh, yeah, definitely. I brought up the Gregorian calendar, the Julian calendar. We talked about the months. Yeah.
6: And the, uh, the leap years allegedly to help get us back on track to make
7: up for lost time well no, just the everything the day in the in the revolution of the earth around the sun or the orbit of the earth around the sun is not perfect and so you just need to put in little outliers here and there to just make up for those tiny little hiccups that occur within fractions of a second but over the course of hundreds of years they they, they add up oh, just yeah. a little
6: bit I gotcha
7: yeah, well,
6: I have breaking news for everybody.
2: This is a fucking podcast you're listening that. to
4: on the internet.
6: <laughs> it was just that uh, that fun clip from uh, Doctor, uh, excuse me, Special Agent Doctor Sir, my crotch. Remembered to grab that one at the last second. Uh, the other thing that I also remembered to grab at the last second was tonight's tarot card. We uh, ended up starting about a half an hour late because I couldn't make it on time. But uh <laughs> Yep, yep. I did squeeze that card out at the last second. It is the Ace of Cups from the Line Strider Tarot deck. A couple of keywords, new opportunities, new love, increased energy, spiritual awakening,
7: learning and potential. This must be your card for tonight. <laughs> oh love new feelings, emotional awakening, creativity, spirituality and intuition. Yes, it is a it's a lovely card I've been getting this lately uh and uh what, you haven't been having any emotional awakenings lately? Any great awakenings? The um well, I uh
6: we were approached by Abel Kirby to jump into the painter's stories uh um Visual novel game Yeah this is An exciting project And uh it starts Right here I guess tomorrow Actually and I've uh, I've never worked on a video game Other than the one class that I took In college community college about Video game design mm-hmm. But uh I got faith I think it's gonna be A good time I think we can come up
7: with some pretty uh Pretty funny shit Yeah let's see why not you know i think i think uh you might as well just go for it just start start into it it sounds like a lot of fun it sounds like there's going to be a good team of people and you know you can always try to make yourself useful somehow
6: as the canadian icon stated once might as well go for a soda
7: they don't call them sodas in canada do they that's what the whole song is might as well go for soda Oh, um, he, um, he must be trying to bring it over. I don't think they call them soda in Canada. I think they call them.
6: Uh, it's uh, Kim Mitchell. He's one of the patron saints of the um, of the smoker. He's the one that gave Carolyn all those uh,
7: tiki lights. Oh. Nope. Ah, Carolyn has so many connections. I can't keep up with all of them. <laughs> uh, she she used to rock all of the uh, comedy stores in uh, Toronto. Uh, Back, you know, a couple years back before the Covad hit, and uh, she saw she's seen so many great comedians, um, and some of them before they were famous, she's seen a whole litany of them, and she they probably know her. Some of them, she's just like yeah, all over that scene back then.
6: Well, we them, um, uh, caught her ca- talking about it a couple times.
7: You just did a hog story, a surprise episode, you were a super secret guest. I was a super secret guest. Yeah, they they called me in about 48 hours before the show, and I was so very happy, as I always am, to be on Hog Story. Hog Story being one of my favorite shows within the NA sphere, and uh, one of the first shows other than No Agenda that I started listening to. That was one of the shows around here. And, uh, yeah, they're great. Fletcher and Carolyn. It's always a good time chatting with those folks there. They got a lot to talk about between the two of them, just between music and movies and stuff.
6: Hell yeah, it was so, a good time. A bunch yeah. of people, uh, a bunch of people boosting to
7: you, or boosting. Sorry, not to you, but uh, to the hogs. They were boosting to all of us. Uh, allegedly, there's going to be a split or something. I don't know. So I got excited. So I boosted a bunch of stuff to myself because I figured I'd just get it <laughs> all back if I just if I just kept boosting to myself. It's just... It'll, nice. even if i just get a third of it back it's whatever fucking it. but uh i love this boosting thing we've gotten involved i finally have my lightning wallet all set up it's finally funded and um and that's just another 2.0 i'm, I'm being compliant don't you see booberry berry you still you see my compliancy the 2.0 compliancy i swear
6: folks i've been trying to whip them into shape here for for a while, but uh, it, I knew it's tough. I knew that if I just if I stuck with it, I really applied myself, and <laughs> I, I put my nose to the grindstone. I, 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 I could, uh,
7: <laughs> we can make it happen. Just he's like, all right, I'll text him again. Hey, lavish, did you? Uh, are you are you uh, compliant? <laughs> are you compliant? Yet? Are you compliant there,
6: son? Yet. Are you compliant? Are you? Are you compliant there, son?
1: Are you? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Are you yet, compliant. Son? Are you PC
0: 2.0? Are you? Oh, yeah. I can see you're
1: evolving,
7: boy. 2.0 Boost, uh. Boost
0: those sats, son. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
7: <laughs> look me Whip in the like eye. like lightning.
0: <laughs> well, <look. laughs> Look me in the eye and boost me. (laughs) (laughs) Look me in my good eye, boy.
6: (laughs) (laughs) And this is a value for value production, meaning we take no corporate sponsorships nor commercials and are entirely producer driven by freaks of hazards that allow us to come on the internet and do NPR's job for them.
7: That's right. We're the public radio now. We don't take any corporate whatever. We don't take sponsorships. We don't take ad money. And that keeps us free from censorship, and it keeps us free from, um, from uh, people uh, controlling what we talk about. And that's the whole point. And
6: if you would like to participate, I know we don't really necessarily talk about the mechanics of the Lightning Network and the value-enabled podcasts, uh, you can always shoot me an email at Boo at BehindTheSchemes.com, seh 3 s. 3s and uh, I can collect links for you. I could type up some, like, bare-bones basic kind of quick rundown, but, um, yeah, if you're using the Apple, Pod- uh, Op- Apple Podcast or the Spotify's, there's there's cooler stuff that, uh, that comes yeah. along with the Podcasting 2.0, like our chapter art. I'm doing a new type of style for the actual chapter art that you can find in one of these uh, new apps, and it's going to mirror all of the pictures that are in the show notes. And I think it's going to look really sexy. If you want to see our show notes, it's where that tarot card is posted, the Ace of Cups. Mm -hmm. You can go over to uh, Zososcorner.substack.com, Z-O-S-O-S, corner. And uh, come hang out in the green room. It's
7: the uh, hashtag Green Room on Zero Node. Yep, yep. We got an old old timey chat room. That's super fun. And uh, I I really love the graphic element. I think it's the sexiest thing I've found so far about podcasting two Is the the chapters especially? I mean, th- the chapters look so good. <laughs> if I ever go back and listen to the show, and I listen to it on a app like Fountain or whatever, Mm -hmm. CurioCaster. Fountain in particular is the one I use right now the most. And when I listen, I can see, I mean, just every chapter has its own picture, its own title, everything is right there. It's visually just so uh, striking and yet simple. And and it's, it's very lovely. I really, really like the direction all this stuff is going in.
6: Yeah, it's looking very unified, like in a like a trashy tabloid magazine that you'd catch on the way out while you bought your uh, cigarettes and
7: I don't know wild yeah. Irish rose <laughs> and your yeah <laughs> you shitty liquor
6: <laughs> four locos yeah. yes oh, God. we are a four loco enabled
7: podcast <laughs> not yet we aren't
2: soon
7: (laughs) don't you be saying shit like that without the challenge man don't fucking go to the store right now this will be the worst show we've ever done (laughs) Uh, uh. oh man pass out before the show is over oh Oh, my god that's funny that's i drink but i can't do those things man it's (laughs) it's not it's not even fair that sounds like a good saturday night to me you're right though man like it's like a cereal it's like uh you know how Mark Twain and uh, Edgar Rice Burroughs, when he was writing Tarzan, like that era of, of popular writing was done in serials where they would write a chapter or a series of chapters and then they would, you know, let a, lease it out or publish it to a, to a magazine. And the magazine would publish it chapter by chapter, bit by bit. And then at the end, you know, people would, would read every week or every month or whatever. They'd get the new serial. And then at the end of it all, they would bundle it together and they'd turn it and it would be a, a novel or whatever. And um, a lot of our favorite books were written that way. And podcasting is kind of like that now. It's like a, it's like a cheap, easy serial type of thing. Sherlock Holmes the same way, says Bully Steed in the chat.
6: I yeah. would uh, I would definitely agree with that. I like the uh, the serial episodic nature of it. Like you mm-hmm. got to uh, you can't sit there and and binge the whole thing unless you're coming to a show for the first time or there's a large section that uh, i mean i guess at any point you could binge it but for like new content you're not going to have 16 hours (laughs) unless your are so so seat sitter come out in one segment that you can just sit there and like blast through in an afternoon or uh, you know in a full day
7: yeah or if you wanted to If you wanted to go to one of those daily guys that John C. DeForex always bitching about, he says, it's the worst thing you can do as a podcaster is make content every day. Behind
6: <laughs> behind the daily.
7: <laughs> behind the, yeah. The real <laughs> scaly show. That, like every single day. We go. Okay. Guess what uh, no, thanks. Nude. thank you. Yeah. That's yeah, fun.
6: Yes. Uh, nude. You heard me nude n-u-d nude N-U-D, podcast apps.com you can come play N-U-D. with us
7: n-u-d podcast.com dot podcast.com thank you Coldy.
6: yes thank you cold acid
0: boost me bitch boost me oh yes boost me hey baby your daddy let you boost Do a commercial. You're off the
6: artistic roll call. Every word you say is suspect. You're a corporate whore and uh, end of story.
4: Sexy.
2: you got to have those sexy numbers in there. So
6: sexy. So sexy. So sexy. So
7: sexy. That is such a sexy segment. I love it. I still love it. Sing it in the shower sometimes. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> nice. Not gonna lie.
6: What I cannot lie about is our telephone number. It is six one two 612-263-7999. You can call that up.
7: You can leave us a screen mail.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah. Uh, you can scream in the scream mail that is of course sort of the theme but you don't have to be a screamer if you don't want to scream it's not necessary you can just um you can just say hi you can just leave a a, a standard old regular human being on earth voicemail if that is really what all you want to do and we'll, we'll we'll love it we'll play it on the air. Uh, we don't listen to these things. We don't screen them beforehand. That is our mistake. And we want you to exploit that. So just give us a call at 612-263-7999. 612-263-7999. <laughs> two, two, nine,
6: nine, nine. <laughs> what I'm really, really asking is that you exploit me. <laughs> I, uh, I, I want... To be exploited by this uh this caller.
1: Sometimes I
8: just want to burst out into a song. A song a song that sounds like
2: <laughs> I just want to sing,
6: Daddy. Uh yeah. Oh Daddy. <laughs> Nice. Well, thank you, caller. Oh <laughs> I, my god. I feel <laughs> quite exploited. Uh, let me I want to do another one for you. Yeah, go for
7: it. Oh my goodness. Was that David fucking Lee Roth? That wasn't just David Lee Roth. That was David Lee Roth's isolated vocals on Running With The Devil off of their self-titled album Van Halen. Don't you forget about it. Don't you <laughs> ever mistake that <laughs> ever again. That is exactly what that is. Oh, Running right
4: nice. With The Devil. Yeah.
7: Yeah, that's one of the great all-time uh, isolated uh, vocal, rock and roll vocal tracks. Diamond Dave, running with the devil. Good shit.
6: Running with the devil.
7: Nice. I was trying kind of hard not to crack up. I was kind of distracted by the fact that Servo took the, the moon footy that I posted earlier and put some Benny Hill music over it.
2: Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying, dude. <laughs> oh,
7: that's so great. Oh, that's so great. Lovely. Yeah. If anyone didn't see uh, before the show, I dropped in the chat some footy of the of Neil and Buzz running around on the moon with uh, a little sped up just to show you how kind of interesting some of their movements are.
6: Mm. Um, I did forget one quick thing. Uh, NetNed reminded me, still don't have the node working, but uh, I, I think Servo sent a, or opened a small channel to us. And I think that will be enough to get it jump-started. So, we're hoping next week it'll be back. Some other uh, cool stuff.
2: With no some other, de
7: deal. With some other neat things. Um. Yeah, we're always adding fun catches and gizmos to the equation over here and buying the schemes. Yes, we were actually talking about uh, giving Gal a
6: couple of new tarot decks to deal out. So That's right. I'm looking at uh, some digital decks that you can buy uh typically i guess they would uh, imagine that you would print them out or something but Mm -hmm. um i think we can assign a json file to the deck and then uh you can just specify which deck you want to draw from and i found a bunch of really cool ones i think would be very uh
7: bts enabled all right i saw the pixel one that you and servo uh one of you brought up the other day when we were talking about it. And then, man, I've just been picking my brain about these custom suites, trying to find a variation on the four classic suites uh, for yes. our own custom Behind the Schemes deck. Our very own
6: Behind the Schemes tarot deck. What would be... What's, like, four conspiracy elements that could represent fire, earth, water, and air?
7: And in conjunction with... The the like, for me, it's it's that it's the elements and it's the class system of like the of the feudal society that it, that it represents and it's the energies of like love and intellect and and adver- I don't know it's it's so complicated it's so tough like it's it's been so much fun to think about the only good one I've thought of so far is roses being a good one for cups
6: roses would be perfect. And then you can add in the Rosicrucian uh, sort of
7: tinge to it. Mm-hmm. You can add in Fibonacci and Sacred Geometry. Nice. Uh, you, can, uh, you can do so many things with, with Rose as cup. And then for the other ones, it's, I don't know. I mean, I guess Bitcoin or Federal Reserve notes for Pentacles. <laughs> Fetties. <laughs> Fetties. <laughs> Betty's. actually Maybe. that would be funny the digital federal currency that it will come one day
6: man what if it was i still think it could be kind of funny to be like it's the three of false flags and the four of spooks Yes. Yeah. uh that's hilarious um so yes, we're uh we got a lot of stuff. We got a lot of stuff that we're kinda poking around. Um that's in the furnace at the moment. So Yep.
7: Yep. Lots of stuff going on.
6: Uh the other thing that we have to do before we actually get into the meat of tonight is roll a die. And I say we do a six die to die. Lowest one goes first.
7: Alrighty. So it is, so it shall be.
6: I can need to take like a measure and a half out of that.
7: Be the yeah, per- it needs to link. be like four bars, I think. Yeah. And then just boom and then fade out. And that should be easy. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll give it some loving. Uh I get I, a th- I can too if you
6: want. I can take care of that. Alrighty. Uh I did get a three. I got a four. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, shit. You're in my hands now tonight.
7: Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> beholds. Behind the schemes, beholds.
6: The first thing that we're going to get into for tonight, uh, I've titled it Back in the A-N-O-N. Uh, Surely, lavish, you've heard of the hacker known as Anonymous.
7: I am very familiar with the hacker known as
6: Anonymous. Well, uh, Anonymous has come out in support of Ukraine um, based off of some recent happenings in the area when Russia invaded. And Anonymous has a very stern message/slash warning, and we're going to check out that they issued to Russia.
9: Greetings Russian President Vladimir Putin. We have been patently waiting for you to respond to our most recent request, but we find ourselves growing impatient of your foot dragging. Unfortunately it seems you have made the option to ignore our presence and therefore we have decided to dedicate an operation specifically for you, a present of sorts. Do you perhaps remember the time the collective defaced Roskamorza's website in 2018? Mr Putin, do you remember when you lost to Afghanistan? A database belonging to the Ministry of Defense website was leaked by the anonymous collective. This database contained email addresses and passwords. This information was released on Twitter and it is now public information. Your recent attempt to threaten Finland and Sweden is shameful. You threatened to invade those countries countries if they join NATO, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. We took down the websites of the Federal Anti-Monopoly Service, Kremlin, Russia Today and many other Russian government-associated websites. Vladimir Putin, is it a coincidence that? Anonymous thinks not. We plan to expose what has been hidden for years, with the powers of Anonymous bearing down on you and your corrupt cronies. It's only a matter of time until we uncover the dirt you've been trying to hide from the community you lied your way into leading, from the depths of your closet. No skeleton will be left unturned. We are now asking for you to restore the rights of the Ukrainian people, and resign as an elected official. You have failed to protect those in vulnerable living conditions, you have failed your civic and moral duties as a public official, and you have failed those you purport to govern in your continual lapse of honesty. This is a call out to all other anonymous, it's time to put Vladimir Putin's proverbial money where his mouth is. Do your research to dig and leave no stone unturned. Vladimir Putin, we provided you with ample time to remedy our grievances and provided a bevy of options. But you have decided to create a much larger battle. We will never forgive the lies. And although you may have, we will never forget the lives that have been lost under your regime. It is too late to expect us. Okay,
6: I'm going to immediately call foul because they... they they suggested that people go out And do their own research And that is Calls for disqualification Immediate
7: Cancel them I mean if I do my own research The conclusion I come to is this is a bunch of fucking like, Who are these people How, how the hell do we know To quote a great man this is a bunch of Commie gobbledygook <laughs> Commie gobbledygook If you ask me If you're asking me put put his mummy where his mouth
6: is
7: (laughs) he is a leader who needs to pay for uh, oh uh microsoft sam thanks very much god damn it i I thought the idea was
6: that that uh was that robo voices would improve with with time
7: as weird as it sounds like they did modify it right it sounds like like for the last part they like made it the end yeah so they do something to it i can remember when it
6: always just the wee, wee little boob thing, wee see, little nipple a wee little nipple sitting there seeing these anonymous videos for the first time like
7: whoa it's the resistance <laughs> yeah i mean too <laughs> there was a time i was like what in the hell is this, this is so weird this is so dark and mysterious And now it's just like, dude, anybody could have fucking made this dumb thing. And they probably did. And any dipshit could make this and post this. And it's like, oh, my God, Anonymous. Oh, my God. (laughs) Anybody could have done this. (laughs) Well, that is kind of the idea is that no
6: one really knows who Anonymous is because uh, I I guess not only 4chan, but uh, like 420chan and 8chan and all the chans, you could always post as Anonymous. So yeah, it's this whole idea of uh, internet anonymity, which is going to be an important theme here in a little bit. But I well, got- it could
7: be a psyop. It could be as as a lot of things on these sites can be and are because there is a market out there for people that are trying to influence information on the internet. Obviously, that's yes. what rules our world. And yeah, fucking this. I don't know. There, there is no way to prove any of this and what have they ever done anon has been around forever and ever and they've released videos like this for never forever and ever but what have they actually done other than expose shia labeouf's secret hideout for his flag That's there's the-
6: a there's a couple of things that we'll touch on um this is not really a deep dive into the actions of the uh hacker known as anonymous um, which is,
7: I just want to be specific, it's about this thing, this group, and not Anon, which is the, like, general name for the superpower collective of the autistic collective, which is the internet, which the, is powerful.
6: Yeah, the ones with the Guy Fox mask.
7: Yeah, th- these guys, they release these dumb videos with the stupid robot voices. These guys.
6: Well, I got to wondering, uh, I hadn't really heard anything from the Hacker Anonymous, um it turns out maybe maybe they did come around on my radar and I just missed it with everything else going on but uh 2020 was one of the more recent mentions of them um you would imagine that uh, a Robin Hood styled organization that is out there to help the betterment of people by exposing corrupt information and shady misdealings by figures in authority that maybe they would have helped with the hospital systems and, you know, showing various uh, leaked documents to show like, you know, oh, you're just raking in the money. You're raking in the money from the COVID people. I mean, there's a hundred thousand different examples I could think of. None of them were COVID related. It was about George Floyd. They had a message or a video, same as this one, a traditional (laughs) anon, stating this is a message from anonymous to the Minneapolis Police Department. uh, This mass announcer addressed the Floyd killing and larger pattern of police misconduct, concluding we will be exposing your many crimes to the world. We are Legion. Expect us.
7: Which is their classic sign off. Yep.
6: Uh, there was uh, speculation in, in that year with all of the civil unrest that was going down that, uh, that they hacked police scanners in Chicago playing N.W.A.'s Fuck the Police and Chocolate Rain. Um, nice, nice, which is great. <laughs> on, uh, on Juneteenth, they, le- uh, they leaked police documents by the bucketful. Um, It was hundreds of gigabytes from 200-plus federal agencies, or um, or I guess, like, branches. Uh, The hack was identified as hashtag BlueLeaks, and it contained little information about police misconduct. However, it did reveal that local and federal law enforcement groups spread poorly researched and exaggerated misinformation to Minnesotan police officers during the unrest in May and uh, June. And they also made efforts to monitor protesters social media mm-hmm. activity
7: so that's just about the most that they can do is they can they can find these docs and they can they can leak them to the public. but what the public does with that information and what it, what that information really even contains is is a uh, i don't know subjective, and it doesn't really actually lead to anything substantial happening in the end. <laughs> Nothing ever happens. <laughs> nothing ever happens. All these papers out, nothing happens. It's same more- thing with the Panama Papers, you know? I was like, "Fucking, who cares?" <laughs> Two more weeks, and still nothing will happen. Yeah.
6: the uh, The article that I pulled this, the couple of bits of information, was the Atlantic. Um, they actually go out and they seek out the video, the creator of the video uh, of the Floyd-Anon. um. And it came out of Hartford County, Maryland, by a Mister John Vibes, a quote party promoter organizing raves in Baltimore and Philadelphia for the past decade, which is uh, which had led him to countercultural thought and eventually activism, which is not very anon. But um, this article ends up getting into kind of the um, the genesis of the. Anonymous hack- hack- Hacker Collective, and uh, this first clip is about, uh, sorry, it's Aubrey Cottle. Are you familiar with that name? No. It's talking about Aubrey Cottle, who I guess kind of rallied up a couple of anonymous internet users and then banded together to um, to go create shenanigans on the internet. Here's the first clip.
5: In the mid-2000s, Aubrey Cottle was part of a crew of online pranksters who called themselves trolls and orbited two anarchic online message boards, Something Awful and 4chan. Thousands of users were on these boards, almost all young men, but among them was a more die-hard band who hung out in the same chat rooms, feuded online, and met up in real life. They called themselves Anonymous. The name was derived from the way 4chan presented usernames. If none was specified, the site displayed anonymous by default. In 2007, a man appeared at Cottle's door. Cottle was 20 and still living with his mother in Toronto. As Cottle tells the story, confirmed in part by a friend of his, the man was from the Canadian Security Intelligence Service, the nation's equivalent to the CIA. (laughs) Curious, Cottle (laughs) led him to his room which was littered with hard drive, server equipment, and old copies of the 90s hacker magazine 2600. Would you be willing to use your abilities against Al-Qaeda and terrorist groups? The agent asked him. A number of thoughts flashed through Cottle's mind. Is this guy for real? I would never work for the feds. Should I delete everything? But mostly he felt like a fraud. The man thought he was something he wasn't. You want me to raid internet forums for you? Cottle asked. Already
6: off to a great start. Hmm. Barely out the door. You're barely out the door. And here comes the Canadian CIA. The CCIA. I'm just going
7: to make it up as we go.
6: They want to know if you want to help them take down
7: Al-Qaeda. It kind of sounds like a South Park skit or something. <laughs> <laughs> busting into this guy's house and like listen buddy we know that you're a genius mastermind internet I, uh, hacker
6: <laughs> um hold on to that okay i'm going to give you a couple of cards that i want you to hold on to cuz uh you, you so far we're, we're hitting some good points that'll be even more hilarious here in a little bit i'm going to hand you the um canadian actor card okay Canadian actor. Yep. You got the Canadian actor card. Uh, We got the idea of internet anonymity. Uh, Idea
7: of internet
6: anonymity. And that's the only two that I got for you, but I'm sure that we can come uh, up with a couple more. Very well. Okay. So they get together. They're doing a lot of raids on different like uh, children's games, internet, internet games. Uh, Club Penguin, I think, was the name of one specific one. Oh, God. And they would like... And granted, I am I was only looking in through the glass from the outside
7: during this time period, like 2007, mm-hmm. 2008. Club um, but, but Penguin was pretty popular in the day. Cause, I don't know. It, it, it was like shut down. I thought it was a big deal when it was shut down. Mm-hmm. I never played it, but... I heard that there was like some funny shit on there. I wouldn't be surprised if people were for Channing it up, Hobo Hotel style on that one. The um,
6: this next clip, uh, gets into just like a little. It fleshes out what they were doing when they first started banding up together. Um, and cyberbullying is the the particular theme of this clip. I'm gonna go ahead and preface this by saying that the uh. At one point, and it's confirmed that uh, Aubrey was involved with this, but they hacked an Epilepsy Foundation website, and they used JavaScript to make the screen flash when people log- or went to the page. And it actually took down a 33-year-old woman uh, who suffered from pattern-sensitive epilepsy clicked on a forum post with a legitimate sounding title, and uh, her browser window resized to fill her screen, which was then taken over by a pattern of squares rapidly flashing in different colors. But Fultz says she locked up.
7: Mmm. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. yeah.
6: So these guys are for real, man. This is the same group that just
7: threatened Putin, okay? Yep. They right. definitely have some claws on this kitty.
6: Yep, yep. Uh, So here's my next clip.
5: When 4chan began cracking down on organizing raids, Anonymous migrated to Cottle's copycat site, 420chan, which he'd created to discuss his principal interests, drugs and professional wrestling. And Cottle became the de facto leader of Anonymous, a role he relished. It was during this time, Cottle told me, that he codified a set of half-joking rules for the group that became known as the infamous (laughs) Rules of the Internet.
6: I just want want to... Briefly pause here and say the sheer arrogance.
5: They included three I know. We are anonymous. Four, anonymous is legion. Five, anonymous never forgives.
6: Is there three rules of the uh, internet? Well, there, I'm sure there's more. I didn't actually think to go look there's up. There's at
7: the- least <laughs> sixty something. I mean, there's many. I mean, there's thirty there's at least thirty-four. Does he did he make it rule thirty-four? I don't know. If he didn't make up Rule 34, then the motherfucker didn't make up the rules of the internet, okay? not. Is that posted
6: on the front fucking page?
7: (laughs) Yeah, if you go to (laughs) www.internet.com, it's the first thing. It's the number one thing on the internet. Where's the the index on this piece of shit? What page are we going to turn to? It's the internet. (laughs) What? I want to make
6: rules. (laughs) This is is my commandment. (laughs) Worship no other god. Ugh!
2: What a fucking
6: bunch of assholes. Anyways, we'll finish this yeah. off. The uh, Is there anything else I needed to add, real quick? There's a bunch of assholes. Yeah, they're just a bunch of assholes.
5: Coddle and his friends also were the first to start using the Guy Fawkes mask. They chose it simply because they wanted oh, yeah. the EV for Vendetta. A 2005 film adaptation of a dystopian fiction comic book. Which,
6: if you know anything about Alan Moore, the author of this comic book, he is one of the walking, living, breathing uh, warlocks in our time.
7: Mm -hmm. Alan Moore is no joke. Not a joke. No, he's not a joke. He's like the second coming of Rasputin. Rasputin. Yes,
6: this man is a through and through, true, honest to God, magician the way that he works his esoteric just willpower into his novels is quite phenomenal and uh there's another one grant morrison who also uh warren ellis you know these are all guys that did like um oh god i can't say an interesting or a uh, sandman or uh mm-hmm, neil mm-hmm. Gaiman, but uh still kind of the same ilk
7: uh, okay, crooked yeah.
6: little vein by Warren Ellis or uh, Gun Machine. Holy shit, Watchmen um, from Hell, which is the Jack the Ripper, Alan Moore graphic novel. There's all mm-hmm, sorts of great mm-hmm. stuff, but there's there's definite like m-
7: magical themes lying throughout these all yeah. of these stories. He's definitely a classically trained occultist, as they say. Yeah.
6: And just for this author to be like, oh, they just liked it because of the movie, like, that is, it's just, it's disrespectful. (laughs) Yeah. This author, um, not to be too blunt, but should learn their place. (laughs) This is not just some movie adaption that you're talking about. Now is the time to heal. Yes. (laughs) Time to
7: heal. <laughs> Although I will say that movie was probably popular at the time. Yeah, it's yeah, like, it's pretty
6: good, but I just it's one of those predictive programming ones through and through. Oh, it uh,
7: takes away it's like it takes away from the actual what it is. Like they don't talk about the the graphic novel. And, or know, this the, guy is like
6: know, the gun uh powder treason plot.
7: Yeah, yeah. I don't talk about Guy Fox. Although that whole thing to me is funny because that was just like a, that was like a Protestant, another Protestant Catholic thing in England. It's like, yeah, who cares? These Protestant <laughs> Catholics, man, they fucking just never stop, never stop. You know what's funny? We were I was listening to Hog Story. You know what? It, I, I shouldn't say that. You know what's funny? That, I, I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna I'm gonna scratch that from the record. We're gonna silence that. But. On Hog story, they were talking about um Milo's Yaopulosopolis
6: yes, that was uh that was quite an interesting conversation.
7: I liked that a lot uh and he was talking about, oh gosh, I totally am gonna lose my train of thought at some point I know it, but it tied into what we were talking about
6: conversion therapy. <laughs>
7: Well, I did talk about that, which was crazy. And it was it what was interesting is that it was self inflicted. He was like, mm. I knew I needed to convert back. I knew that I oh, should be into women.
6: Uh you're talking about his um re embracing oh, Catholicism. Yeah, his, his embracing of Catholicism.
7: Yeah. He was like, Oh, I I went through all the this and that and I decided that Catholicism is the one true religion or something. The way you put it was super funny to me. Like, oh, okay. Yep. Another another one of those guys. Being a reformed <laughs> Catholic myself. Not really Catholic, but raised Catholic, I should say. Yes. Um but the 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 battle between Catholic and Protestant. Rage is on. <clears throat> now please.
6: Yes. We'll uh we'll finish this clip up cuz we can talk about that. <laughs> 16 know. hours straight. <laughs> <sighs> we could yes. sit here and sort of sit here and do that all day. <laughs> Man, that's what we should do for our 100th episode is a 16-hour-long live episode, having that debate back and forth about uh, Protestantism and Catholicism.
7: <laughs> you know what's sad is I think we actually could do that. <laughs> We could actually sit here and just like smoke weed and get drunk and just bullshit for so long about that. It wouldn't be interesting. It wouldn't be fun. But we could do it <laughs> from beginning to
6: end. <laughs>
7: <laughs> oh man, oh.
6: let me uh, let me finish. I'm I'm, I'm kind of blinking what they wrap uh, on this clip with.
7: You're a Blinken?
5: Tony Blinken. Yeah. <laughs> V, the film's protagonist, dons the disguise to fight a future fascist police state by firebombing buildings, inverting the story of the original Guy Fawkes, who is vilified in English folklore for attempting to blow up Parliament in 1605. Cottle told CSIS he'd think about its offer, which he later declined, and went back to cyberbullying.
6: That's it. Okay, so... Uh, oh, don't forget that in uh, V for Vendetta, the government also faced a pandemic. Totally. To gain authoritarian, totalitarian control over the populace. Yep. Well, let's not forget that.
7: The sad thing is, is this all really, fa- everything that's going on with the COVID, it's all part of like the typical textbook way that you do this. hmm And it's a classic rendition of everybody going, well, yeah, this is how it happens, but it, not this time. So there at the end, they kind of they
6: they end up going back to the conversation that uh that Cottle had with the federal Canadian agent.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: And they, they said that he said no. He's like, no, I, I don't want to I don't want to work with you. Say I no. I do not
7: want to fight Al Qaeda. <laughs> this is uh
6: <laughs> this is my last clip of this section. Say no to feds.
5: But not long after the authorities came to Cottle's door, Anonymous would make the news. A Fox affiliate in Los Angeles had run a segment on the group, framing them as hackers on steroids. The report implied that Anonymous was perhaps a terrorist organization, overlaying the segment's narration with stock footage of a van exploding. The segment delighted Anonymous. Hacking was something its members did for their own amusement. Now in the eyes of the media and the government, They were a shadowy and powerful cabal, capable of anything. It was something people wanted to believe about them, something they could use. Anonymous spent much of 2007 harassing Hal Turner, a neo-Nazi radio host. Not because the group was at all political during this period, but because Turner proved to be an easy target. Each week, Anonymous would clog his phone lines, down his website, or order hundreds of pizzas to his house. But the fun ended abruptly when it hacked Turner so thoroughly that it discovered he was an FBI informant.
7: (laughs) As one usually
6: is. As it usually goes. As the cookie crumbles.
7: (laughs) That's a cookie that keeps crumbling the same way.
6: Like days of our lives, this is the cookie crumbling.
7: Six-week cycle, (laughs) my man.
6: (laughs) okay so now we've had two interactions with uh, with the feds one came to visit his house and then they hacked one allegedly I guess uh that's that would be my question was did they do this willingly or were they directed to burn this
7: guy mm-hmm were they uh, gonna they were gonna just they were bored maybe who knows but either way they were gonna light this guy up. And I do remember this
6: story happening, but I totally forgot about, about the part of him being uh, uh, a federal agent, Hal Turner, the neo-Nazi
7: FBI agent. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite sure how that works yet. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, these feds are the biggest psychos of all. It's like there's no doubt about it. Yeah. Um. So after Hal Turner, this
6: is when Anonymous started pursuing the Church of Scientology. This is around the time that I really became aware of, at the time, what I thought Anonymous was. Uh, they got the attack against PayPal and Mastercard for blocking WikiLeaks donations. Um, but eventually, there was another. There was a section of the group that broke off and formed LulzSec, Lulz Security. And went on a high-profile hacking spree, targeting major corporations like Sony and several several government agencies whenever they felt that these organizations were trampling individual freedoms. Um, but in 2012, the FBI arrested one of LulzSec's members, uh, Hector Monsuger, a 28-year-old man living in New York City, um, and then he became an informant. <laughs> And he mm. was actually involved, uh, he was a part of an elaborate sting operation that resulted in, uh, in the arrest of many of the group's principal participants.
2: Mm. Um
6: he, uh, he ratted everyone out. I guess he denied being responsible for the, for the arrest, but uh, he did not deny being an
7: FBI informant. Well, that seems like that's what they would do. If you're an FBI informant, you don't admit to... What you're doing? You just... uh Oh, well, that wasn't me. Yeah. No. Okay. So I it, didn't set that fire. I just have these matches in this can of can'tina of gas here, but it wasn't me though. Um, can you?
6: Do you have room to hold this last card for me? What, like it's the teeth? it's the Fed card that I'm going to pass over to you. All right, it's the last slice it and dice it. All right. We should, uh, we should check in with Aubrey and see what he's been up to over the last couple of years. Probably hasn't been coddled. Mmm. He was definitely coddling something, as he was involved with the give, send, go hack. Uh, that the freedom, so-called, so-called freedom convoy was was use, utilizing for the Canadian protests. He doxed those motherfuckers. 100,000 plus people. He leaked all of it. Allegedly. Legend he has leaked, it. He uh, leaked the trucker's information? Everyone that donated to that convoy that used get, uh, Gifts Gibson Go was,
7: uh-huh. had their personal... All of them were doxed.
6: All of their personal information used with that organization was released.
7: Wow.
6: And, uh... <laughs> Well, Aubrey's got a little bit to say about that. Now, this clip is the longest out of the bunch, and its I left it the way that it is because I want you to soak up as much as you can the, the way Aubrey is able to control his breath. Is that fair? Does that sound good? Yeah, 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 hear me. This is from the mouth of Aubrey Cottle.
0: Nothing scares me. Nothing. Yes, I doxed the truckers. I did it. It was me. I had to give send go, baby. And I would do it again. I do it a hundred times! I did it! I did it! Come at me! What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do to me, huh? I hacked Epic Hosting! I hacked Parler! I hacked Gab! I hacked Truth Social! I hacked Go! Give, send, go! I don't care! I'm. You can literally put my name into the news tab on Google. And you can find everything I've done. I am literally in every mainstream media publication for the things that I do. I'm not an unknown actor. I'm literally a famous fucking cyber terrorist. And you think that you can scare me? (sighs) See, they always default to the pedophile accusations. (laughs) They always default to that because they have nothing else. It's actually some projection. That guy, I want to see his browser history. That guy loves little girls. (laughs) I've hunted pedophiles. I've outed pedophile rings online. I have gotten pedophiles arrested, buddy. You have no idea who the hell I am. (laughs) There isn't proof of shit, you fucking lying little cunt. Die. I'm going to restart this live. Come back. what <laughs> impressive. Money pots, how do they work?
7: <laughs> um,
6: what was that word that they always used to describe Trump? Unhinged. Unhinged. So that's the alleged, legend has it, founder of Anonymous, who
7: also just <laughs> threatened Putin. You mean uh I'm sorry, stable genius, you mean? Stable genius.
0: Honey pots! How do they work? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me.
6: <laughs>
2: I did it! I did it!
6: <laughs> um so he did say that he was not uh some two bit actor. Uh which I don't know I don't know <laughs> why you would have to state the fact that you're uh, not an actor, that you're an actual cyber terrorist. But uh, my the, the last thing that I have on this guy, I found a uh, someone that compiled a list of his tweets from throughout the years. And uh, he makes at least 10 different references to having worked with federal agencies. Uh, did work for the FBI. Uh, let's see. He said, I really do not care considering I had to run fucking child porn honeypot operations for the feds and it still gives me nightmares. I don't give a fuck what they do. January 20th, 2017. Um, worked with the RCMP plus Interpol sh- to shut down 12chan. Uh, then brought that up a second time back in 2015. Um, if it was if Proof was that easy to find, I'd probably be on the sex offender's registry. Not like I didn't have regular communication with law enforcement. <laughs> honeypot Thank mm. Link. I mean, this is this is just the uh the federal agent references that he that he mentions. There's there's a whole bunch more.
7: So I'll post it up in the show notes. Yeah. This guy is quite the character I'm very surprised that I have not heard of this guy And I'm glad that I have I'm glad you brought him up What a a psycho
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nothing scares me Nothing (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna restart this live Fuck it We'll do it live
7: say. <laughs> like, I'm gonna I'm gonna start it over. I love it when they do that. When they lose their minds <laughs> yeah. and they scream and they do it and they go, I'm gonna I'm gonna start it over.
6: Oh, we're gonna take that from the top. From, from uh, the top. From the top. Okay.
7: I think from the top, yeah. That's awesome. That's so funny.
6: Yes. Um I'm uh we're probably at about time, I'd say, on my end. Uh the only I I, I got something Posted up in the notes, it's called the Simple Sabotage Field Manual, but maybe you can save that for next week and we can dive a little deeper into it. It's a document <laughs> from 1944 telling you how to uh, basically act like such a lazy fucking asshole in public and at your job in in hopes to completely and totally demoralize the occupational enemy that is overbearing on you. And we're talking like dull
7: your tools. <laughs> um, wow, I yeah. I mean I could definitely uh, look into that and see if that's something we want to do. You know, be a lazy asshole at work and in life. Some seems like a pretty valid strategy. I think a lot of people would sign on to do that. The um, yeah, we'll we'll save that for next week. We'll save it for next week, and we can we can get into
6: it. Yeah, because uh, you know, I want to give it proper treatment. Um, I did watch the new 2020 or 2022 version of a Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I would like to give it a very brief shout out, maybe play you a clip or two real <laughs> fast, if that's okay with you.
7: Yeah, that's fine with me. Yeah. You were talking about this new Texas Chainsaw. You said it was a little woke.
6: Well, man, let me tell you what I was sold by this movie because what oh, they, yeah. what they, what they present. And I didn't make the immediate connection that all of these people were going to get mercilessly slaughtered by hand tools and power tools that I should have caught on immediately <laughs> what this movie was going to go down like. Um, just to preface, I like the first one a lot, the uh, Toby, um, Toby Hoover, I'm blanking on the director's name. I liked that version a lot, never really gave much of the uh, rest of the series uh, a proper treatment. Never saw Mm -hmm. many of them, but um, this one I was impressed with. I liked it. Uh, This is my first impression of the movie.
10: Look at this guy. Who has such a small dick they
4: need to walk around in public with a fucking gun? Like, I mean, is he compensating for something? I'm just, I mean, come on on, now. Melody, don't. I'm just saying. Crazy, man. What?
5: See, we're playing by Feral Hogs around these parts. The only way to deal with an invasive species is to eradicate them. On site.
4: Okay, okay, let's go before she gets us all killed.
5: Come on, girls,
10: let's go. Sharp,
5: big gun makes you uncomfortable.
8: I've seen bigger.
6: (laughs) Sick burn, bro. (laughs) So, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm watching this, and this is within the first three minutes I'm thinking, oh man, okay, okay, well, there's only a matter of time before um, they get to their destination. And what this movie is about is a bunch of wealthy, affluent social media influencers buying up all of the property in a small bumfuck Texan town that they're then going to turn around and auction it off to all of their other Rich, woke, social media-influencing in- friends, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this, is the, this is when they get to town. And um, it basically lays out, at the very end of the scene, <laughs> it lays out the reason why everybody dies.
8: Oh, this space would be perfect for my art gallery. Yes. Lila, look, we could put a comic book store in here or something Cool. Lit. This is a chance for people to start fresh somewhere without the, the violence and the madness. Somewhere safe. Yeah. Okay, and I mean, seven hours by car. I guess I can say goodbye to my friends forever.
6: Ah, oh, Christ! And the guy that they're meeting is the is the dude with the gun from the uh, that first clip. That's their mm. contractor.
5: What is he doing here?
0: Oh shit! Sorry, uh, Richter. Uh, we spoke on the phone. Yeah, Dante. Hey,
7: <laughs> uh, Richter's our, our contractor. Mel. gave the buildings a facelift.
5: About all I can do in a week.
9: It uh, looks good for the auction. Thank you.
5: You're planning to sell these? Oh yeah, we will. Mhm. All right. So you guys are what, like a cult? We're the idealistic individuals who wanna build a better world. Yeah, that's a cult. <laughs> yep. What? It's all right. <laughs> Not judging. <laughs> Just pay me, we're good. Yep. Hey
4: guys, yep. you should uh you should see this.
6: What do you think it is that they see? Uh body? Mmm. Close but no cigar. What a- Oh, oh shit Do you have any other final
7: guesses? Uh, big ol' steaming poo
6: <laughs> Also close, but no cigar It is, in fact, your boy The confederate flag
4: <laughs> Are you serious? Newsflash, we're in deep Texas I don't care we have a bus full of potential investors on the way here. If they see this flag, they're not gonna buy. It. Trust me. I'm getting the cowboy.
1: Mel, help me.
4: I'll just be
0: here.
6: And this is where they make the, their fatal mistake because two of the group go into the building where this flag is flying from. They attempt to take it down themselves, thinking that this house is abandoned. But no, turns out that an old lady lives there. And then they turn around and tell her that she has to get the fuck out of their house because we just rolled into town. We own everything here now. And if you don't show us your deed, we're going to call the sheriff's and get you kicked out. Uh, Which they do. And it turns out that she has a heart attack. And that's what pisses Leatherface off. Is that (laughs) a bunch of liberal assholes show up, break into this woman's house, try to steal her shit, And then forcibly evict her from, turns out, property that she actually owns. They find the title of the deed of the house at her fucking house. (laughs) They didn't actually own it. And like, they're like, oh, you know, I must have left all of the papers that we need, like all the titles back at the office in Austin. Oh, shit. Well, we can just break into her house a second time (laughs) to start searching for this fucking piece of paper. (laughs) It's like, these guys are assholes.
7: (laughs) These guys deserve to
6: die. And, uh, all of the investors, you know, show up momentarily, or, uh, you know, within like 20 minutes or whatever. And, uh, this is after (laughs) Leatherface, um, gets his face back on. You okay? Run. Oh, they're also on a party bus. I should I should state that. Party bus.
2: It was freak show.
5: What do you doing?
0: Try anything you cancel, bro.
6: Oh, fuck. <laughs> and they end up live streaming this onto Instagram, or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> there's people in the chest. Oh,
1: bro. That looks so fake.
6: <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it. He goes through like, I mean, it's just sardines in the can at that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no mm-hmm. way the fork can miss.
7: Uh, no, no way. <laughs> but uh, nice skewer, party skewer.
6: Yeah, I thought the ending was hilarious. I will not spoil it, so you can go out there on your own
7: and check it out. Uh, I will. I probably actually will watch this now. I'm not <laughs> yeah. a big horror guy, as you know. I mean, I am, and I'm not not as much as you are, but I will check it out.
6: It's a pretty gooey flick. I will not tell a lie. It is a pretty gooey flick.
7: Mm. Squishy,
6: <laughs> squelchy, <Yeah>. almost.
7: <laughs> I like it. I like it. I saw some good movies uh, this week myself. Uh, I may, I may get into them later, but I saw. You know what I did see though? Funny enough, was I actually watched uh, Cruella?
2: Oh with, shit! With,
7: with someone else, and and I heard that uh, I want to be your dog uh, the rendition that you were talking about with the. Ice Skater, that she won silver to. And I heard that version. I actually, the movie was actually more interesting and more enjoyable than I thought it would be. It had a great soundtrack, and it was shot well. Nice. I think Emma Stone's fucking great.
6: Um, I'm sure the costume design was uh, well thought
7: out. Yeah, you know, that of course is like the the real star of the show. is all the fashion and shit. They just wanted to make a big old-fashioned movie. And uh, yeah, I mean that—that's all cool. But I, what I like was the soundtrack. Uh, I mean it was—it was you know it was an enjoyable enough movie. I fell asleep halfway through, or whatever, that's like funny. I usually do with movies. Honestly, <laughs> I really, I—I mean I, mean I like movies enough, but I, <laughs> most of them I just I get I tap out after after a little while. Yeah. Um, but. I did hear that rendition. It was all right, and then I saw the Thirteenth Warrior, which I thought was really great, which is an old movie with Antonio Banderas. Oh, cool! And, he's uh, a
5: stud.
7: He plays. Uh, he's based off a real life guy who was a uh, an old Islamic ambassador back in like the ten hundreds, the one thousands, who uh, who went around with Vikings and he, he is like one of the best sources of like a first hand account of a guy hanging out with vikings mm. and uh and it's kind of like it's sort of like a historical take it's also sort of like a a realistic take on beowulf and it follows he's he's in a band of viking warriors and it's, it's it's a good movie i really enjoyed it uh and it made me feel good because my hair is at that Viking length right now so i was like
6: <laughs> oh yeah i was like
7: fuck yeah nice i can i can get like
6: the top part of my uh of my hair and a little ponytail and then let the mullet side
7: rain down mm. <laughs> you gotta let it rain sometime Yo, yeah, oh, turbo th- thinks it's a good movie too yeah it is a good movie it's it's like an epic it's like a, it's a what of Antonio's uh, most interesting roles, that's for sure. Can you that guy's uh, been in so much shit? Can
6: you add it to the watch list and um I'll totally. hit, hit you with a scream mail while do uh, it while we do that.
1: Ah. Uh, uh. <laughs> wow, well, color.
6: Let's take a look in there.
2: Uh, mm. open
6: up a little, a little while, a little wider. Uh, let's see here. Oh, we're gonna need to clean that out. I think mm-hmm, this doesn't mm-hmm. look good. This doesn't look good at all.
7: No, but you know we're gonna get you a lot of pain pills, a ton of them.
9: <laughs>
7: Nurse, buy get the, this man a thousand pain
6: pills, buy the bucket full. Cause uh, mm-hmm. once this gets a rolling. mm, are
5: gonna need it
7: oh
6: that that's oh right. yeah, I can't wait
7: I, I'm gonna vacuum my car tomorrow now.
6: <laughs> <That's> stupid <laughs> sorry
7: should be a little more, yeah. more
6: I should just build a build a a giant sound database for every scenario. <laughs> <laughs>
7: That would be the entire thing. This intelligent- guy called in and he's just like, ah, I was building uh, my I was working on my deck the other day. I was building a deck. And just like, oh yeah. Dum, dum, dum. Hammering noises. <laughs> it was really hot out. Oh yeah. Guy sweating noises. <laughs> that would, the sound of sweat. <laughs> the sound of sweat. That's our that's our next album. Uh could be a good time, I think. Oh, there it is. And, I, and there it was. It's like it's like a game of charades or something. It's Guess so the sound. <laughs> Actually, you know, if there was... What sound does the cat make? If there was
6: a... If if I was paying enough attention, it could be very cool to capture audio uh, out in public. Uh, just like kind of like random. Like, oh, you know... Kind of like a, like um, taking like pictures revolver
7: for- era's Beatles, like just running around with a tape recorder, recording everything. Yeah, it could be neat someday. Yeah, someday we could do that. Make a giant. I've thought about it. Making a giant homemade archive of Foley sounds. Mm. Why not? Yeah, that way you don't have to fucking scramble around and use the same ones that everyone else is using from stupid YouTube.
6: Well, Melodious House has done that in New York City. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Never any lack
7: of sound there. Nice. Yeah, that's a boring little town, New York City. Has <laughs> anyone There's ever no heard of that? <laughs> it's a quaint little fishing village. Used to be called New Amsterdam. It's well known as a uh, <laughs> as a nutmeg haven. <laughs> New York City and avocado on every corner. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be coddled in New York. Mm. Oh yeah. The, well thank uh, you, caller. Thank you for your scream caller. Yes,
6: thank you. mom. Uh tonight's intermission is mostly music, actually. Uh we do have in the middle there the clip. Uh that the supercut was sent in to us by Freako Hazard, which we'll get in uh, into uh in the second, second half of the show. But um hope you guys enjoy it. It's a lot of a lot of tracks, a lot of music. It's about eleven minutes mm. long.
7: Fire up that Vicker. Okay. Yeah.
10: You broke up with him and got back together Thought I was sunshine, but baby, I'm bad weather I'm off the Doppler in the five-day forecast By the time they hear me, I've already pushed the shore back No, no, I wasn't always like this Skies cleared soon as my daylight lit Sidewalks dried up, no snow emergency I could take you February and turn it into spring But something happened and it started to cloud The scene began to wilt with sunshine year round See nobody remember what it was like without me And too much of a good thing turned into a thing I hit the road and took a few days off Which consequently turned longer than I originally thought to this day. So, baby, call me what you want. Good, bad, hot, or a cold front. Hey, testify. broke up with him again so you could dance in the rain you used to take for granted and still have summer at your whim to suit your mood ring when you felt like you couldn't manage but by the time you stepped outside and looked up the seasons changed along with the leaves and celsius i was long gone and nowhere to be found you figured somebody turned your whole world upside down but gravity ain't to blame when we're standing on different planets i'm rolling with the thunder and the overcast bright lights flash and freedom will crash if you see me around it's only to take the high score back Change is a hard trade in this arcade And I'm back to coffee by the time the stars fade Who's that hot chain working down at the spot house? Got eyes looking like a demon might fly out I flirt with fire, but never ever play been too many yesterdays with that weight, hurry, wait. But be sure as day, it's a beautiful accord. Part of me as I enjoy the storm.
4: Hey, stakes stakes. down. Yeah. Hey! Uh, we have 33 confirmed
3: positive tests. Today we have 33 cases. We have 33 confirmed
0: positive cases. Uh, as of today, we have 33 confirmed cases. We have 33 Pennsylvanians who have tested positive
1: Behind the Schemes, starring Ooberry, and Lavish,
2: Lavish, 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 Lavish,
6: Lavish. Welcome back to second second half of show
7: for episode eighty six of Behind the Schemes. Hello, 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 and welcome back. It's February twenty eighth, twenty twenty two. It's episode eighty six, and you are listening to the second second half of show. My name is Lavish.
6: And for anyone out there that was wondering, am I listening to a chainsaw that had its blade switched out for a trombone? Yes, you are correct.
7: <laughs> and yes, that is Boo Berry. <laughs> Black man of the moth. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah.
6: Well, we got a couple of producers to thank for t- tonight's episode. Um, yes,
7: indeed we do. Uh, we wouldn't uh, we wouldn't exist without these producers. It's the whole point of the value for value deal.
6: Yes. Can you actually? There was one that I forgot to add that uh, came in right as I was getting home. Um, Can you hit us uh, off with our first uh, freak? I'll get the other one saved. Yes. Yes,
7: I can. Let me just go over here to the producer credits. We always like to thank all of our producers who send in not only financial contributions, but clips, ISOs, ideas, conversations. Uh, We appreciate it all. Our first Freak of hazard coming in tonight is none other than the fantastic Junta, or Tejunta as some say. And also the lovely Mousy Bear. They came in with a 3.33 uh, through the PayPal, so thank you very much. Mousy Bear uh, was kind enough to send us some delicious gummies as well, which uh, is her forte. You can find it at MousyBear.com slash shop and you yes. can find all the delicious organic elderberry um delicious treats that she makes they're so organic and they're so tasty and healthy and good for you You should yeah, check them out. i
6: got a she sent me a package of the regular elderberry ones and then some of the poopsies the poopsies yes and they were stuffed too um there was more than the the normal three so i really appreciate that mousy Bears. And uh, actually, now that I think about it, Tunta also sent us some new ISOs to check out. Uh, Oh, yeah? Here's one about chicken nuggets.
1: You love chicken nuggets. Now you can get nugget-sized chickens. It's legit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nugget-sized
7: chickens. (laughs) Nugget-sized chickens. It's legit. It's
6: it's a Chevy Volvo-sized chick you're getting a deal
7: whatever i don't know <laughs> nice.
6: well thank you uh thank you tuned to mousy bear we appreciate it um and
7: thanks mousy bear for uh, staying up with us tonight she tuned in for the first se- second half of show the first second half of show which was very kind of her yes so thank you this is Love true we get people joining us live in the chat you can join us live in the chat room which is available 24 hours a day seven days a week on the irc.zeronode.net yes. server, which is on IRC. which And if you want a little uh, uh, intro into getting into that, you can go to our website, and you can find the Kiwi link there and click on that, and that should, that should get you started.
6: Yep, it's in that green room button. That's right. That's, what, that's where it's at.
7: We had a uh, new
6: freak of hazard emerge from the bushes by the name of Foxfire. And they sent Fox in fire. a couple of Fauci ISOs and that 33 supercut clip that was featured in intermission. Sweet, thanks, uh, Foxfire. I don't really have that many fight, uh, Fauci ISOs, so that that gets me kind of gets me kind of jitty.
1: Uh, sometimes
0: it gets a little moist there. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> doctor, do you want to know what it's like to wear a mask? You know, th- there's no evidence out there. Yes, yeah.
6: There's, there's a, there's, there's evidence. I, I I'd had to like listen to. It. I don't, I'm not gonna
0: try. It feels
1: like it. No, you're waterboarding yourself. It's like <laughs> you've been waterboarding.
7: I can't do it unless I just go. I go to the old man's voice like this. Yeah, it's a little too. A well, perfect. I don't
6: know. I mean, Fauci's pretty gangster. Fauci is pretty gangster.
7: He, he just sounds like he's like dying. Like his, like his voice is like on the cusp of giving out at any second. Mm. there's no way that they're gonna i don't know it's very strange but, it's almost uh, <laughs> like uh it's like a like a veto corleone type of thing mm. you don't know you're coming to me
6: but uh this was the this is the other clip this is the waterboard clip it
7: feels like you're waterboarding yourself waterboarding this guy's from the Bronx. yeah all right well thank you very much foxfire those are very tasty isos
6: yes thank you very much we, pre- we always appreciate isos and uh, the
7: thirty-three,
6: yeah. Double thought came in again with three dollars and thirty-three cents.
7: Double thought, Mr. Derek. Double thought Dimension Podcast, which had a very cool slot this last week. I don't know if you caught it. Mm-mm. They were they got the coveted post-na slot this last week. I believe it was on uh, Thursday.
6: Oh, nice! Hell yeah! That's awesome.
7: And so they, yeah. So so Derek was on there, and and he got the spot, and and uh, it was a big day too. I, I think that was the day that the Ukraine war officially broke out, and there was a bunch of trolls in the troll room, and it was a super slick spot to get. So congratulations!
6: Hell yeah, dude, that's awesome. I I didn't actually catch the end of that uh, that no agenda, so I was mm-hmm. not aware of that. Hell yeah, I got a a specific link to one of his episodes. It was a solo conversation about the Great Awakening uh, which I appreciated because it was not uh, Q was definitely talked about but it was it was more so leaning in on like the cultural and spiritual awakening mm. and uh, you know he's kind of doing a, a lineup side by side conversation uh, along with the great reset so it's cool uh, I get that linked uh, direct listen inside of the show notes and we appreciate appreciate uh the the constant support double thought thank you
7: mm-hmm. yeah man thank you very much that's awesome
6: au- I, that's i remember you remember the first time that we hit that slot it was uh for shyrak punk if i'm not mistaken
7: oh yeah was it did we get did, oh wow i guess it was true yeah I mean, that was a good one too for it and i remember there were a lot of people that were in the chat that that stayed for it the that one was, where we uh, had uh, Charlie from Aftermath on, yeah, that was that's one of my favorites. Uh,
6: the person that came through right at the beginning of the show is a new freak of hazard. Um, they didn't send any sort of uh, <laughs> anonymous ID, so we'll go with KS uh, or maybe
7: Special K. <laughs> Special K, thank you. Yeah, freaky, freaky K.
6: They uh they actually set up a a monthly five dollar uh donation via PayPal. Oh, that's awfully kind of you. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you. We really appreciate that. Um, and uh, if at any point you want to be like, yo, don't call me KS. Don't call me Special K. Just uh, shoot me an email at boo at dot com, and we will adjust accordingly. We want to make sure we get
7: everybody's uh, preferred pronouns and names correct. That's right. If you want to be a they, that's fine. We'll mm-hmm. do that for you. you you've earned the right and And that's like so kind. Like a recurring donation is such a wonderful thing. It's the consistent thing to have. It helps keep the lights on around here. And it gives some consistency to our world. It's very generous. So thank you very much. Yes, we appreciate it. And I also decided
6: today that I was going to start identifying as a planet, uh, planet Saturn.
7: <laughs> That's very Satan-y. Pronouns. Saturn. <laughs> I want you to get one for her, him, and Saturn. <laughs> yeah. My pleasure.
6: Oh, shit. Um, before we talk about, uh, something that we just did recently, MK Ultra sent us a, a slurry of, of random, out-of-context <laughs> clips. They're short. Um, uh, okay. I'm going to load up a bunch. We can hit them up. Hit them in a quick procession. But this one's called Babies.
8: The Queen has seen enough generations of the same family to be able to make comparisons in terms of shape, size, and attitude. But it's only when these babies start to gallop that anyone will know if they're any good.
6: Galloping babies—that's uh, mm. kind of terrifying to think of. Because I, I just hear
7: like human babies. <laughs> yeah, now I'm gonna dream of that tonight. Thank you. Galloping babies—that is. The uh,
6: this one's called "Loving Guy."
5: I'm a, I'm a loving guy.
6: Oh, that sounds like George Bush. Mmm. A uh, new beginning. This means it's a new beginning. Oh, that's definitely Clinton. That's totally yeah, Clinton. Sure.
3: This means it's a new beginning.
6: Nice. Uh, this next one's pleasure.
8: The pleasure is in these moments. The personal contact. The development of a relationship with another living, albeit hairy being.
7: Albeit <laughs> <laughs> hairy being. Albeit a hairy being. Albeit. <laughs> I uh, gotta use that more. Albeit. You have to say it the English way. Oh Albeit. You can say, albeit You know, it would be Albeit, it won't be You know
0: <laughs> You're a, you're a hairy wizard
7: <laughs> You're a lizard, Harry uh,
6: This one's a little longer, it's called the Queen's Horses
8: Now this is a foal that was born just last night So the Queen's come down to have a first look <laughs> So the Queen's now being shown The foals that were born here at Sandringham This year And any time one is a bit skittish, and they are nervous at this age, this is their first sort of public parade. Annalise will step in, and bear in mind she folds most of these, so the foals know her, the mares know her. She just puts a calming hand round them. The queen is fascinated by every detail. She's got the breeding on a piece of paper in front of her. She wants to see the foals walk, she wants to know how they behave. This foal was only born on the 29th of March, so not even a month old. And he's quite immature still, you know. He's all legs. But
7: it's so well, their friends interesting, are friends are going to fucking scare it off?
8: The- I don't. It's
6: like
7: there's it such reverence. It's like stalking it or so. Yeah, the reverence of it. Yeah. They're like, oh, we don't want to. We don't want our sound waves to jostle its nads. Excuse us. Oh my God. We don't want to spook the poor thing. And this poor queen has to get up and like. She doesn't give a shit.
4: (laughs) I want to lay down. (laughs) Please, I don't want to. I just want to sleep.
7: No, Mum. The falls have been born, Mum. You must (laughs) tend to the falls, Mum.
0: No, please, no. But I don't want to. I don't care about the stupid
7: horses. I don't (laughs) You do it. it. Doesn't matter, Mom. (laughs) You do it, or you get the whip. (laughs) We'll get one another of your clones out. You wouldn't like that, would you, Mom? No, please don't. Not Not, another clone. Not the clone. No. The process is so painful. Please. (laughs) (laughs) You will see the falls,
6: Mom. (laughs) We never did tell her that we had to go. Or we, shit. I lost it. I was gonna make a joke. No one (laughs) ever told her that we didn't have to use just the. I was gonna say like I don't know. Lost it. It Doesn't matter. (laughs) I was gonna try and make a joke that the only that they told the Queen of England that the only way that they could clone her is by inserting something up her up her rectum, but they could also. Insert it into her mouth. They just never told
7: her that they could go through her mouth. Um, Well, in order for you to be able to put something in her rectum, she would need a rectum. I think snakes have rectums. The queens don't. They've evolved beyond needing them. They just shit out (laughs) other, you know, lizards or whatever.
6: (laughs) Listen, it's really hard to do an accent and fire off high-caliber. Quality humor at the same time. (laughs) It's difficult. Well,
7: we will train you, young Padawan. We'll train you. Here's time.
6: Here's uh, we got two more to hit. It's uh,
10: royal pigs. Uh, The Prince of Wales is is patron of the Rare Breeds Trust, so we're really doing our bit by keeping a small gene pool of purebred pigs. God, (laughs) it's disturbing.
6: The family vine of pigs. Uh, And last, those kids.
3: Every time I think about those kids. It gets me mad.
2: <laughs>
7: <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. I, I that's my favorite one. I think. Nice.
6: Well, I'll get those uh, moved over the to the soundboard. Um, and the last thing. Yeah, should,
7: get those in the pipeline pronto, bud.
6: Yeah, I will. Uh, the last on thing on the board that we, I would like to discuss. Um, Lavish and I had been having a back and forth conversation About maybe uh, Like what pieces of gear That we should pursue uh, When it comes to utilizing the donations That had been sent in Uh, However The gentleman that is responsible For our opening track Is an artist by the name of uh, Namo Maitri I probably butchered the fuck out of that spelling But uh, he is a friend of mine from forever ago, and he was kind enough to let us use his, the the track that he made called "Shampoo Nights." He um he let us or let me use it for our opening track, and uh, I was the one that dropped in all the clips. However, um, there was a couple of uh just really tragic things that took place back to back uh, in his life that we're not really going to discuss the details of. However, he is in a position where he has to get the fuck out of where he is at currently. So lavish and I talked about it and we sent him a donation to help fund this move that he's got to do. Cause it's going to be like first month rent, last month rent deposit. Um, but we ended up sending him $333 to help with that transition. Because I not only value him that much as a friend, but he is responsible for an integral part of, in in my opinion of this show, so mm-hmm. I just wanted to uh help him out,
7: yeah, yeah, it was just I felt it was responsible as a value for value show to just be upfront with uh you know what we're doing with the funds and uh just felt like the right thing to do.
6: Yep. So I didn't. I didn't go as far as to link the music in his Spotify, but um, there is uh, one of his YouTube mixes. He he broadcasts on Twitch. Uh, although that's been fucked with, so I don't know when he's gonna be back. But um, I know him, and <laughs> everything that's happened as of recently is not gonna put him down. But uh, if anyone is interested in picking up some new art. Hanging on their walls he's also got art for sale i do have a link for that check it out um he's got a cool urban style uh so yeah all of that is there for your viewing pleasure
7: mm-hmm yeah good luck to good luck to the guy
6: yeah no doubt i'd like to get him on the show someday that would be pretty pretty fun um was there anything else that you wanted
7: to add for producers yeah i think that's it for for producers on my end i can think of nice
5: Everyone donated lavishly
7: Oh, God bless all this money
0: there, That's how you make the money That is how you make the money That's where you make the money Thank you, everybody. We appreciate it
7: Yeah, uh, thank you very much Uh, anyway Moving, let's see what were, We were going to talk about something, weren't we?
6: Yes, we don't have any uh, screen mail, So the
7: floor is all yours Okay, okay Well I came across something today. I suppose I could list uh, as a freak of hazard. Perhaps we could list Acid, who is in the troll room, Mister Acid. Um, stumbled upon something. Well, I stumbled upon something, and I showed him, and then we had a really good conversation about it in the chat room, and he he showed me some other things, and it has to do with deep state mapping. Okay. Uh, because we last week and I think in in previous shows, we've brought up schizo charts
2: Mm -hmm. Mm
7: -hmm. and schizo charts for anyone who isn't familiar is like a graphic that is created by an artist that showcases all of these conspiracies linking together. Um, and, And you see it all the time. And I found this one guy and this guy, he's got a series of them that are very well known that I've seen before over and over again. And I finally put, name to the art and I found this guy his his name is Dylan Monroe Uh, he's out of Cincinnati Ohio and he has a website called deep state mapping and uh, he's got all kinds of different things that you may have seen like uh, I've got it in the show notes and I'm gonna post in the chat he has this cult of ball art which uh, you've probably seen before uh, he sells these as prints and tapestries on his site. He's got all kinds of them. I'll go to the notes as a matter of fact, and ring them off. Well, I'll just give a little background on this guy. So Dylan Monroe, he's uh, from Cincinnati, Ohio. He studied fashion design at Parsons School of Design in New York, and he worked for several high-end fashion houses, including Mark Jacobs, Hugo Boss, Derek Lamb, and Coach. Big, big names. Uh, Since 2014, uh, Dylan focused on fine art. In 2017, he began the Deep State Mapping Project, uh, which is something that I guess is somewhat well-known in these circles. And uh, he was pretty well-known for his Q stuff. He made a couple of Q diagrams in 2018 that were um, very widely distributed And he sort of has a style that I think is being mimicked. Um, But this one that he made, this Q-Web diagram, it was published by the Met, by the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York City um, in September 2018. So he he got a lot of really high profile um, exposure for his work doing this kind of thing. He's made things like Cult of Ball, The Healing Web, Uh, the energy map, (laughs) the Ashtar timeline, among other things. And he's got charts for the Jesuits and things like that. It's it's kind of an interesting deal. Uh, For me, he kind of gets a little over the top. As you read into him, he says that he is a ground operative. This is according to his website, his biography. He says that he is a ground operative for Ashtar Command and the Galactic Federation. He's known by the call sign A145, the map maker.
6: And I was sent here by the Ass King. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
7: from Assland, don't you see? <laughs> where the uh, ass
6: is plentiful.
2: <laughs>
7: <laughs> Welcome, where the ass is plentiful. Yeah.
6: This guy, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely familiar with this dude. He was actually uh, Abby Richards has done a couple of takedown videos. If you remember, Ernie reminding of who Abby Richards was. She is the creator of the conspiracy charts that was floating uh, around. Big pyramid of the, yeah yeah the big one. Yeah, right I mean now. I mean okay, I, I I like the deep state map images. They would be cool to have as posters, but I've, I've never really spent any real time poring over them. I like them more for their uh just like visual design for sure.
7: Yeah. It it's very they're very pretty to look at they're very uh intricate.
6: But compared to Abby Richards conspiracy chart, I mean that's like some Fisher price my
7: first graph. <laughs> the uh, Abby's or the, his. The Abby's
10: one. Abby's one. Yeah,
7: the Abby's one is like yeah. The Abby's one is Fisher price. It's it's simplified. It's just like a simple little whatever. This one is, like, full-on crazy.
6: <laughs> this one <laughs> this know. one would actually be... It would be useful to... Let's say, theoretically, if I was a conspiracy theorist, I could see this being of use. The other one, nah, eh, It's just gonna... Look at my pyramid. So
7: anyways, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, I'm just looking at this guy. This guy's got all kinds of shit going on. But anyway, yeah, i would never taken it seriously either. But it, you're right, it's it's fun to look at and And it just it inspires other people to make similar stuff like this. And, and he's, he hits certain things in the head, but for other shit, he's just off the rocker. And I am kind of, I have to admit, I'm a little bit of like a conspiracy theorist snob in the sense that like, there are certain things that I will find credulous. And there's certain things that I think are just so over the top dumb, that it makes everything looks else look stupid. Yeah, you know. And with this guy, I feel like he he crosses over into that line. Like he he talks about like Roswell and a bunch of shit that I just don't even. Like, yeah, I don't know. Not to say that aliens probably don't or do exist, I'm not saying they do, but I'm saying Roswell's a joke.
6: I will say in his COVID 5G poster. I see that he wrote AIDS, and then branching
7: off from that is PCP. Interesting. He does the big pharma chart for sure.
6: Yeah,
2: I've never.
7: Yeah, the Healing Web I think is the one. Yeah, yeah, the big pharma versus holistic uh, medicine chart. Hmm. Tying between PCP and and what did you say? Uh, AIDS. And AIDS. I'm sure that fucking Fauci's got his little fingers and all that shit. Oh,
6: okay. So apparently it's not the drug PCP. Uh, It's it's the organization. (laughs) Pneumocitis pneumonia? I'm not sure. I have no idea. It's it's just a type of uh, pneumonia that's tied in with uh, HIV. All right.
7: Interesting. Either way. Yeah. We got... Yeah, so... This whole art again ties into just as uh, someone in the chat here said, uh, "A servo said uh, it's the crazy walls, the Pepe Silvia, it's the like having papers all over your wall and tying strings together and writing all over it." This is the uh, Martha's Vineyard poshed-up version of that, <laughs> straight with from the, the Martha Guy.
6: Stewart catalog.
7: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This guy, like, if somebody from fucking Williams-Sonoma decided to become a, a schizo, this is what it... And that's basically what happened. <laughs> then you get this, this deep state mapping project. So I, I thought it was interesting, and I wanted to bring it up. And I I also found that there's an iHeartRadio interview from October 2020 of them interviewing this guy. Uh, I didn't pull any clips from it. What is iHeartRadio doing <laughs> interviewing him? <laughs> that's, I. That's funny. I don't know. <laughs> guy is very mainstream. Like I said, they, they showcase his art at the Met, you know, it's one of the biggest museums in, in the country, in the world, so he's got a little mainstream traction for sure. Um, and there's other artists out there that are kind of doing similar things, definitely this vein of art. Like uh, this guy I keep seeing around, this Bob Moran Moran guy, who's an artist from the UK. And he's done a couple pieces of art. Like the other day, JCD posted the Where's Trudeau art. And Trudeau was hidden in the corner with blackface. Did you catch that one? No, I missed it, but that's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, there's a couple of them. He's been spitting around, but he, he sells original art. And I went to his website and, he's, and he really sells the originals. The guy knows his worth. I mean, this shit's thousands of pounds of great British poundage. Uh, so anyway, just a little art, art view. I kind of want to look at that. Uh, but other than that, geez, I, I have to say I couldn't help myself, man. I had to kind of just like tap into this Ukraine situation a little bit. Um, and I was hesitant to, because A conflict of this manner and magnitude, and at this earliest stage, there's no way that we can get any information that can be considered reliable or certain or sound. You're not going to just, you're not going to know what the fuck's really going on. There's just so much shit, fake shit that comes up. You mean to tell me that it's.
6: (laughs) You mean to tell me that you don't believe. The Russian shul- uh, soldiers are currently using Grinder to hook up with other Ukrainian men?
7: I would believe that even if the power were out and the internet were down, I would believe that were happening.
6: Really? <laughs> Am I the only person that doesn't believe the, the tweets that I'm seeing about, uh, you know, Russian positions are getting found out via people's use of Tinder and uh, Grinder? And the Kremlin I mean, is furious that uh, gays exist in their armies because Ukrainians are finding them <laughs> through their Grinder <laughs> profiles.
7: That would be funny if that were true. If they're compromising their positions, if you know what I mean, right? And uh, yeah, and getting that's. See, that's the sad thing is, is I actually believe that because the the idea is that these guys are so like green as far as war is concerned they would do stupid shit like that and we live in we live in a time where there's so many new fucking things electronic things that war is kind of a different animal (laughs) where you can use grinder as a weapon (laughs) i suppose it is it's fun it's 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 a new time uh it's, it's terrifying. It's it, like it. every year we get new shit and every year the internet gets new capabilities and the instantaneous communication and all of that. And, and how few people actually know anything about computers, about how they work, about programming, about any of that. And it's astounding at how many unknown variables there are. Mm, mm-hmm. well, that's fair. I just, I don't know. I, I would, but there's no way we'd know for sure, like what is actually going on in the Yes,
6: ground. and I do agree with you that uh, there's a lot of uh, sus, it's just sus shit,
7: man. There's just
6: a lot of sus shit. I don't even know if I necessarily believe that photo that was going around No Age social with the the two men hunkered around the corner holding uh,
7: wood wooden cutout guns. There's <laughs> yeah, who knows where they got that from? <laughs>
6: what the fuck? <laughs> Someone saw this, like, yeah, that's passable. But maybe, maybe, maybe people just think that um, folks will just eat right into it. I don't know.
7: But I mean. that's the nature of this whole thing the the disinformation, the misinformation. That is the nature of war. Now you're trying to confuse. You're trying to obviously, Kate. And when it comes to us, we're so far away, and the information we get has to go through so many levels and filters. And unless you actually get access to real live footage on the ground stuff, which you really have to look for—not too hard, but you do have to look for it—and and you can find it. But yeah. unless you're getting it through that, then all this is like. Remember when they talked about this uh this island assault? Well, this the is these guys island. Snake Island. They said that these guys, this Russian warship came on, the guys at Snake Island, the Ukrainian guard, the border guard, told them to go fuck themselves. And then they were all fired upon and killed. Turns out that that's all bullshit and all those guys are alive. And that was like one of the biggest stories to come out of there that everybody just knew, you know, said for sure was true. It's all bullshit. We have no way of really knowing what's actually going on on the ground, except through some very unfiltered channels. Yeah, and it's uh it's a definite theater of uh theater of war. a theater of information, a war of information as yeah. much as a war of attrition and and you know, arms. Yeah, I've but, definitely
6: I've definitely been watching um all of the videos that uh he was a former guest a cadaver eater, but uh him and I've been sharing a lot of footage back and forth and um I mean there's some harrowing shit, but uh I can't even tell what eight years worth of conflict, at least in the area. Like how much of this is getting pulled back out of the bag. And the woman with yeah. the bandage over her eyes, that's actually from a 2018 gas explosion or something.
2: Mm-hmm.
7: All these images that are getting called out as just rehashed, reused images.
6: And we got a new meme out of it. The ghost of Kiev or Kiev, the ghost of Kiev,
7: the ghost of Kiev. Yeah. Everybody's calling it Kiev now as if we haven't been calling it Kiev my entire life all of a sudden it's kiev i'm gonna start calling it the ghost of kiev <laughs> which has become a great meme it was just like i've seen memes on 4chan that are like i was a sandwich that was that a gun rancid and i had poisoned four <laughs> russians they called me the sandwich of kiev the sandwich of kiev nice yeah i'm gonna so go ahead and
6: call it someone's gonna use that as their night name the ghost i hope of, so yeah
7: the ghost of whatever. Yeah. Whatever. And we don't it may even be. know if that guy's real, but we get pictures of, of all these downed aircraft all over. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. There's obviously some action going and on the over tanks. there. It's not like nothing's happening. The tanks are just running out of
6: gas in the country road solo and just stranded by themselves. Those are
7: APCs, not tanks. And yeah, they are. They're getting abandoned. They're getting abandoned everywhere. And you know what? Guess what? If you find an abandoned Russian APC, guess what you get to do with it? You get to take it home. You get to take it home because the internet is such a fascinating weapon. You can find it in all sorts of places. Even the, the least likely, such as, oh, I don't know, TikTok, our favorite our favorite place that we keep finding things at that I've never had an account on, but I just find it so fascinating. I found this account and it's been going around uh nasty yet man. she's this really kind of cute girl in the ukraine and she's been posting tiktok videos on how to drive abandoned or captured russian vehicles including Hi. some armored personnel uh you know some carriers some, some, some carriers some armored personnel carriers some yeah. the real big ones that you're seeing everywhere around the the eight wheelers um the, she's like, she'll literally, I, it's great. I've I posted in the show notes. I didn't want to give TikTok too much traffic or anything. I've got some gifts and I've got an actual link to her, to her page. But it's hilarious. She's <laughs> She's got all kinds of great stuff. TikTok is showing to be one of the uh, sort of avenues that you can find real boots on the ground footage of what people are doing. People are, Ukrainians are making TikTok pages and posting videos of what they're doing. Like, uh, for example, throwing Molotov cocktails. Oh, yes. There was the alcohol uh, brewery that
6: (laughs) turned around and started making the materials to produce Molotovs. They got to uh, like fuck Russia or fuck Putin slapped on the label or something. Some shit.
7: Exactly. (laughs) Breweries brewing up Molotovs for everybody. I will say something I've seen. Molotovs.
6: We've had someone on this show before that's dealt with Molotovs. Patrick O'Kelly, and he said, "He said you don't really want to fuck with Molotovs because at the end of the day, you're just going to end up spraying that shit everywhere," Uh, which was indicated um, at least once during the 2020 protests when Portland, Oregon, lit up their own.
7: Oh, definitely, Portland, Oregon.
6: God, yeah. I mean, not to well, not, in Oregon. not to get into that 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 rabbit hole, but just no, the, the general use of Molotovs—you
7: <laughs> got to be uh, real careful the way you throw those bad boys. Most definitely, and I've I've definitely posted at least one video in the notes of somebody who throws a Molotov and fucks it up, gets the Molotov most of it onto the truck, but some of it gets in the car and on her arm, and so the inside of the car starts burning and. <laughs> It's a nightmare. And then I found another video uh, where they lit the shit up out of an APC. Uh, They... There must have been like dozens and dozens of people hiding in windows and all over the place. They waited for this thing to drive down the road and then they threw dozens of Molotovs at it and just destroyed it. Just fucking totaled it immediately. And then did it to another one. And went on through. There's a huge... Ground resistance to the whole thing, and the way that Putin has talked about it, from what I can tell, it sounds like he doesn't want to level anything. He doesn't want to go in there and start bombing cities into parking lots. He'd much prefer to just, you know, I- intimidate and get in there and get the boots in there, get the APCs, get get the ground forces in there, but not actually go around and blow everything up. But stuff. Uh Ukraine is is a is a rough place. It's for the most part, I think, run by the mafia. They have a, a very high established organized crime element, which probably explains why it's our money laundering little fuck toy that all of the fucking dipshits over in Washington DC get to have their hands in. Mm. And, <laughs> the
6: uh <laughs> the ball pit of the elites. The little yeah. ball
7: pits. Uh, it's like a daycare. In. Yeah. They put their kids there, you know, at these at these it's energy a, companies.
6: It's like a discovery zone, if anybody out there remembers those. It's like a discovery zone. A giant indoor playgrounds fucking thing with slides and zip lines mm-hmm. and rope. We got walls. one of those
7: over here. It's called the jungle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically what it is for for american elites they go there they get their kids jobs they launder money they get to do whatever they want over there and they get to have a nice little satellite state that's uh, not too far from moscow which is always a nice thing for the united states to have in their pocket
6: yes and let us not forget that it was totally uh debunked that hunter biden was out there living it up getting hookers probably Smoking copious amounts of of, of a good time, mm. but none of it was true, especially 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 about the parts with the uh, the prostitutes being underage. All debunked yeah. thoroughly,
7: thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly debunked. And the pictures of Pelosi's son with uh, the little Asian girl who's all taped up with cocaine on the table. Not a thing. That's not a thing. No. What totally. are you talking about? That's just nothing. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. But, hey, who are we all kidding? This fucking thing... Well, I should actually say... I should... <laughs> I should proceed this with what the the official bullshit program programming narrative is. Uh, right away, when I googled Ukraine into PooTube, the first thing they showed me was fucking... A clip of a CIA guy telling CNN what the facts are. First thing, could you please play CIA butthole shitting out ass shit fuck
0: one, please? Joining me now is former Defense Secretary and CIA Director under President Obama, Leon Panetta, Mr. Secretary. Uh, Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, The will of the Ukrainian people has been nothing short of remarkable. We just saw that video right there where the the gentleman was telling one of our reporters uh, the Molotov cocktails came from the apartment building across the street. Uh, So the Ukrainian citizens are certainly pitching in. Uh, But what's your reaction to this news about the town uh, in southern Ukraine that was taken by the Russians, about 100,000 people in that town and and a small naval base? It does show that the Russians are uh, advancing. Well, look, uh, there's no question we we understood from the beginning, uh, the overwhelming force that uh, the Russians were using as they invaded uh, the Ukraine. Uh, But the encouraging thing is that uh, the Ukrainians are putting up a hell of a fight. Uh, And uh, you know, we've always known that fighters who are dedicated to their cause uh, sometimes are much better fighters uh, than those who are invading uh, like the Russians. Uh, I I think that even though you're going to see some towns fall, uh, what I'm impressed by is
3: that the Ukrainians continue to stall the Russian advance. And I think that's that's an important message that they need to continue to work at.
6: But isn't there purpose behind an invasion? Isn't there an intent that you're fighting for? Well, no, you don't understand the Ukrainians are brave. Oh. Oh, okay. They're really brave, Booberry. I'm gonna <laughs> I got a fucking photo for you. <laughs> I wanna drop this into the chats. It's a It was a poster of Captain Ukraine. (laughs) Captain Ukraine. Captain Ukraine. And it's Zelensky uh, with a reed on Captain America uh, outfit and a cape, I believe, with a Ukrainian shield that says, I can do this all day. I don't need a ride, Joe. I need bullets. Yeah. I need bullets, Joe. Yeah. That's why there's no satellite image uh imagery because <laughs> if they if they'd snapped photo, all you would see is Zelensky's balls and nothing else. <laughs> the bus.
7: Yeah, this guy definitely is putting on a fantastic show. This guy is a, an international star right now. As is the deal. Uh yeah. Yeah. Well, you know Putin. Putin. That Putin guy, you know, I'll tell you what, they keep they keep talking about him like he's the next, you know, who. And uh, I just want to remind everybody, and I think that Klaus Schwab wants to remind you exactly who the fuck Vladimir Putin is. Could you please play Klaus and Putin one?
3: And I have to say, um, when I mention our names, like this Merkel... Um, even uh, Vladimir Putin and so on, they all have been young global leaders of the World Economic Forum. Mm -hmm. But um, what we are very proud of now is the young generation, like uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, um, President of of, uh, Argentina and so on, that we penetrate the cabinets. (laughs) So yesterday I was at a reception for Prime Trudeau, and I... We know that half of this cabinet, or even more half of, uh, half of this cabinet, are for are actually young global leaders of the World Economic right. Forum. And that's true in Argentina, too. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. That's true in Argentina, as well. It's true in Argentina, and uh, it's true in France now, mm-hmm. I mean, with the president, with a young global leader, but Macron. what is important for me,
1: Wow. Mm. No, oh wow! Oh wow! Oh
7: wow! <laughs> yeah! Oh wow! Oh wow! <laughs> oh, wow! wow. Putin—he's a—he's a, he's a W-E-F-er, as is just about everybody else you've ever really seen in this sort of thing. Uh, and and Tulsi—I saw Tulsi was in the uh, in the news lately. I just uh, got a little picture from the the CPAC. I don't know if you saw that image from the the CPAC thing where it said Awake Not Woke in big letters in a big 1984 fashion. Oh. It was very clown world. Very clown world. Uh, You got it in the show notes? Did you find it? I'm looking at it. Awake Not Woke. Awake Not Woke. That's pretty cringe. uh, It's fucking bad it's really fucking bad
6: obviously they didn't search etsy before they came up with that slogan
7: i don't know i just don't know who they talked to over there you know we we should do a consulting firm apparently that's the thing that we should do, that people do <laughs> if they consulted us we would be like no dumb you guys are morons the fuck are you thinking Get the pay fuck us. out of my face with that. This is what you pay us, you fucking dumbasses. Close the door uh, on the way out. <clears throat> yeah. And bring more Coke later. Where's, <laughs> where's all the. We're out of Coke. Get more Coke. Um, yeah. Putin, he's a WEF product uh, once again, yeah, among other things. But I did find something since everything out, coming out of uh, Ukraine and Russia is all just hokey pokey fucking cotton candy bullshit. I did find something that I thought was very interesting. And this was apparently a call between Putin and Biden that happened on February 24th, 2022. This is four days ago from this recording. And uh, I found this transcript. And I found a guy, uh, Patriot News, you know, these guys. They apparently found this. He has a connection. He leaked it. But it's a very short phone conversation between Biden and Putin. And it's hilarious. Uh, May I? Uh, Do you have it up, actually? I'm looking for the uh, transcript. There it is. Transcripts in the notes. So Biden says, good evening, Mr. President. Putin says, good evening. Biden says, uh, blah, blah, blah. I'd like to speak to you regarding our country's respective positions in Ukraine. Blah, blah, blah. Pardon me, but I have nothing to disclose. Biden says, well, now, wait a minute. Uh, There are lives at stake here, and, uh, well, it's in everyone's uh, interest to say that we uh, respect. You are not not the one to make decisions, says Putin. That's, says Putin, yeah, he says, yeah, you're not the one to make decisions. Biden says, now look here, I'm the sitting president of the United States of America, and I am most certainly in the position of influence of our military and intelligence department, What we have to do uh, now that escalations have, uh, and then Putin says. Sir, not to disappoint, but you are sitting president of nothing
6: and in no positions to influence our world or its doings.
7: And Biden says, now, that's not, uh, I mean, regarding influence, uh, we think it has to stop here. Now, uh, if we all could just, you know.
6: There is none. So that better way to say than to stand down immediately. Our conversation now concludes.
7: Click. And that's it.
2: Hmm.
7: Yeah. You're sitting president of nothing. You're in no position to influence our world of anything. There's nothing else to discuss. All there is to say is that you need to stand down immediately. Our conversation now concludes.
6: (laughs) Sit down. (laughs) Shut up. Play with my keys.
7: Uh, it would be hilarious if this was real. Cape shit. Oh, cape shit. Oh, everybody's downvoting your cape shit. <laughs> yeah, capes are dangerous. Capes suck. So yep. tired of cape shit. Yep. Um. Yep. 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 Uh. Anyway, oh, that was funny. Uh. Other than that, CDC and NGOs still revising the science weekly. We have uh, mass mandates generally lifted in uh, California. California. uh and uh for the most part you don't have to wear a mask which is cool that's nice um yeah mainstream media haven't got anything right for 10 years and ukraine's a money laundering shit hole, so there you go
3: <laughs> every time i think about those kids it gets me mad
7: <laughs> yes Sit down, shut up, drink your Ovaltine, says Servo. And he's right.
6: Indudably. Uh I'm checking to see if we got any scream mails, but that was all we got for tonight. Mm. That was all we
7: got. Well, sometimes people don't feel like screaming, especially when the uh, moon is so far from being full. Mm.
6: Yes, everything is in hibernation.
7: But I saw during the intermission that you drew the Seven of Swords. I drew the Seven of Swords earlier myself. Nice. And if you'll recall, the Seven of Swords is what we drew on our first episode, Light and Lavish, episode three. Oh,
2: babe,
7: (laughs) 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 Babe. What a fucking dumb deal. Nice. Well, that's fun. Isn't that great? That's isn't awesome.
6: That, isn't that charming? I love the way it just comes together like that. That's right.
7: That's right.
0: Although we could probably make more money if you and I just did an OnlyFans thing.
7: Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, probably. I know Spencer would fucking sign up for it. <laughs> oh, bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, bitch.
6: <laughs> nice. Nice well cool this has been episode 86 of behind the schemes
7: yeah baby episode 86 mm Mm-mm. live
6: we do this show every monday night over at badradio.live at 730 pacific 930 central 1030 eastern
7: And 8.30 mountain time, you greedy mountainous bastards. Yeah, never happy. Never happy. These fucking mountain dwellers (laughs) crawling up our (laughs) fucking mentions and just chill out, mountain people. Yeah. Everybody calm down. (laughs) Alright, okay,
1: okay. Nice.
7: I get riled up down here so close to sea level. (laughs)
6: the salty air there me like me maybe <laughs> oh it's a
1: salty town
6: all right <laughs> oh she's a salty one all right <laughs> <laughs> nice well stay in salty until next time i've
7: been booberry black knight of the mock man and yeah i'm still salty as uh, salty as hell my name is lavish
1: Show is behind the
0: schemes. Behind the schemes with threes as ease. I'm gonna restart this live. Honey pots. How do they work? Chernobyl has fallen. You have no idea who the hell I am. Come at me! What are you gonna do? What
2: are you gonna do to me, huh? This is a fucking podcast you're listening to on the internet. This is Behind the Scenes. The esoterica of your dreams. <laughs>